What's up, everybody? This is Mind Mind Carol Breeze, and I am back again with another episode. And on this episode, I will be talking about how well WWE on the WWE Network or uh, Peacock now they um put out the top fifty greatest women superstars of the modern era, and their modern era they meant from nineteen ninety three to present day. You know, pretty much. 15 to number one, you know, um, based off of in-ring performance, you know, accolades they picked up over the years on how they just wowed the crowd over and over. I'm not going to, um, <laughs> definitely not going to go from 50 to number one on here. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to take up that much time. I'm definitely not by myself. So I'm just going to focus on the top 10 here. And I'm, um, before I just dissect it, and just really talk about it, give my opinions and thoughts about it. I'm gonna go ahead and give you the top ten right now on the top ten. And you guys and girls, you all may agree with it and you may not agree with it. Um I'm gonna say right now, looking at it, I don't agree with it. Um number ten, um Bailey, number nine, Ronda Rousey, number eight, Lita, number seven, seven. Alondra Blaze or Medusa and WCW. Um, number six, Sasha Banks. Number five, Oscar. Number four, China. Number three, Becky Lynch. And number two, Charlotte Flair. And in number one, Trish Stratus. Yep. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't agree with the top ten. I really don't. Um. I'm currently just started watching the uh, from number fifty and on down. Um, I I had to pause like go ahead and do this and talk about it, but I like I don't agree with their top ten. I really don't. For the fact that you don't have um Bill Phoenix on here, you know I feel like Bill Phoenix should definitely um definitely should be at least in the top ten. If number ten at least are in the top ten. Um. Hell, Natalia, she should have been at least in the top 10, number 10, you know what I mean? Um, you know, she didn't get, she didn't really just have been much championship success or accolades to really just worth mentioning, but she has been one of the few solid workers in Dota E and entertaining and switching up from babyface to heel. And, and, I, and I know she has trained some of the women that's here and worked with some of the women that's here. And, help these women in the top 10 or even period on this list, help them have great matches or better storylines, you know? So, I mean, I feel like Natalia definitely, when she retired from Emory competition, I really feel like she could definitely be a great coach for women's wrestlers that's coming up in the company and produce women's women's storylines and stuff like that. I, um, I feel like Natalia don't get enough credit in WWE that she should, you know, especially coming from, of great family lineage, like the Hart family, her dad, Jim and Bill Nyhart, rest in peace, you know, her uncle Bret Hart, uncle Owen Hart, you know, I guess you can say her uncle, um, British Bulldog, you know, been around so many wrestlers and her grandfather, Stu Hart, you know what I mean? And I feel like she don't get enough accolades. I feel like that sucks. I just, it does. I feel like that's going to take be in the top 10 along with their face. I think they should be in the top 10. I mean, I don't, top 20 is fine or top 15 is fine, but they they deserve the accolades. I mean, look at Beth Phoenix. She's, she retired on terms and she's 
second woman to compete in the men's Royal Rumble. Actually compete or eliminated somebody. You know, she pretty much eliminated Great Khali. I feel like she was far as strong and strength. Women that really stood out. After China, I feel like Beth Phoenix really kind of picked up that mantle of women with muscles and strength. I mean, we had a few others, but Beth Phoenix really stood out because she was the Glamazon. She was a glamorous Amazon, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I feel like they should have been in the top ten. Those two, I'm just saying, man. Um, Bailey at number ten. Um, uh, I have never really been a big fan of Bailey. But I would definitely rank Bailey higher than number ten, considering the fact that um, and this is my opinion. I felt like when Bailey Bailey was a baby face. I felt that she was like kind of a upcoming female, like John Cena. How John Cena is a big hero for the kids and stuff for children. I feel like Bailey was that for the little girls. You know, I feel like she was solid in the ring. I the quote Booker T. She's not the best. But she's good at everything she does, you know what I mean? Like, she's not the best at this or that or this or that promo or anything, but she's just really good at everything she does. She's really good at promo. She's really good at in-ring work. She's really good, you know, putting people over. She's just good all the way around. And um, I really feel like Bailey should be a little higher than number 10. I don't know about top five, but higher than number 10, you know what I mean? She's been putting solid work on since, you know, NXT. Since she came around SmackDown, you know what I mean? And now that she's gone heel, it's like you don't have too many wrestlers who can be a solid babyface and be a solid heel. And I feel like Bailey is one of those few that's able to do it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, she's great babyface, but as a heel, she's been everything heel should be, you know. Conniving, manipulating, deceiving, annoying. <laughs> so I, I feel like she should be hired. And, and to have Ronda Rousey number nine, that's a slap in the face to WWE. This is the greatest women superstar. This is WWE's list. And to put Ronda Rousey, she's only was an active wrestler for a year. You know what I mean? I, a little over a year. I say that a little over, pretty much a year, because she her first match was at WrestleMania. Uh, 35, 34, WrestleMania, 34, I'm sorry, WrestleMania 34 is her first match. Her last match, WrestleMania 35, where she made it with Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch. And she's a one-time Raw Women's Champion. And Bayley is an NXT Women's Champion, Money in the Bank winner, a Raw Women's Champion, SmackDown Women's Champion, a multiple-time, she's a multiple-time champion, women's tag team champion. And for them to say they're going by accolades and while in the crowd and doing that, I think Bailey did that a little more than Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey, for the most part, her one year in the WWE, people was like, oh, who cares? Ronda Rousey, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, in the UFC world, she was the business, but here in the WWE world, yeah, that one year was being Raw Championship, and the only reason I feel like they gave it to her because they was kind of wanting her to be the Brock Lesnar in the women's division, like, or oh, come from UFC to come over here and trying to dominate and take over. But I just feel like that one year is not enough to say she should be in the top 10 of greatest women's superstars in WWE. But I have to stress this WWE, not greatest women's superstars, period. Because you're just saying greatest women's superstars, that could be in basketball or 
movies or acting or anything. Superstar could be anything. But when you say WWE's top greatest women superstars, Ronda Rousey drops in that list to me. She doesn't even but shouldn't even be in top ten. I mean, yeah, she's household name. She brought a few maybe brought some outside eyes onto the, the um the company to WWE and the product, but far as in ring work, she was okay. You know, and I feel like oh, it just took for the fans to constantly boo her, boo her, boo her, and boo her for her to finally be okay. I'm gonna be the baddest woman on the planet. I'm gonna be that badass Ronda Rousey that I was in UFC. So I don't think she should be in the top ten. I'm sorry, especially only being there a year. I know you can do a lot in a year, but far as being considered greatest, you're the ninth greatest from wrestling women superstar in WWE. Mm, take more than a year, in my opinion. Bitch for the little bit she did, you know. So, and they had put they put Lita at number eight. Um, I already said the list. So I would part for me, Lita. I would put over. I would put her a lot higher than number eight. And Alondra Blaze. I mean, yeah, she they she pretty much back in nineteen ninety three and whatever. And they brought back the women's championship. Alondra Blaze was champion, even though she did, you know, with every bitch off the dick move of. Putting the WWE Women's Championship in the trash can when she signed a WCW on WCW TV on Nitro. Yeah, remember that? She was Medusa on WCW Nitro. She was the Women's Champion. WWF. And when she went over to WCW Nitro on live TV, she put the WWF Women's Championship in the trash can on live TV. And that's kind of why Vince McMahon was the way he was when it came to Bret Hart. Being champion as his contract was up, because I mean, people that he trusted, who gave him Vince McMahon their word that they're going to resign or do this or do that and the other, look what happened. I mean, Alundra Blaze was his champion. She ended up leaving, going to WWE with going to WCW with the championship and threw it on live TV, and then let Luger gave Vince his word and resign the thing. You know, he's on live on WCW at the Mall of America in Minneapolis. So yeah, I mean, so I would definitely put Lita above a London place because Lita, Lita, she 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 was not the typical quote unquote wrestling diva when she had her run. She wore these baggy jeans, low the thong showing, and she just wore shirts and she just wore tennis shoes and she was like a badass. She was doing moonsaults. Her Corona, like not just on the women but on the guys as well. You know what I'm saying? Like she didn't hold back. You know, like they said Team Extreme, she made Team Extreme, but she took some serious bump. Like, I remember her getting a pedigree from Triple H. I remember Stone Cold beating her back in with that chair. Everybody knows Stone Cold. He swings a chair. He swings it. And she just, she took some bumps. Even she, um, might have been in Raw with Trish Stratus, and, and she fell out the ring, did the dodge ropes, and she scorpioned. That's a skateboard term. Scorpion, like when you land. On your upper body and your legs kind of bend back, kind of touch the back edge. Scorpion, and she needed neck surgery out of that, and might have been in raw. Put on a great women's match during the, the time where you were just a diva. So I definitely think that Lita should be higher than Wonder Blaze. Wonder Blaze, if you just gotta put her in the top ten, I mean, she did help bring back women wrestling. I guess when it was MIA after you know May Young and that was moving all them. They brought back the women's division, kind of, back to where it should be. Uh, you know what I mean? So, 
Yeah, I, I don't think she should be number seven. And I know they didn't, they didn't put Sable on here, and Sable don't get no credit because Sable, she wasn't the best in-ring work, but she really brought the sex appeal in the women's division to another level. I mean, there were other women doing it too, but uh, she she really brought that sex appeal up to a whole other level. Sable should definitely be maybe in the top ten, number ten, or you know somewhere. I think she should be, you know, mentioned more. But I guess when you kind of you know how she her and Brock got together, after she pretty much was still married to Mark Miro at the time, but. That's neither here or there, but anyway, so uh, yeah, Lita should be higher than Lunder Blaze. I agree. So, so I feel like Bailey and Lita should be ranked higher than Ronda Rousey and Alondra Blaze. I mean, I know they're, they're, they're not saying like I, I can't stress it. I'm not saying that they shouldn't be on in the top fifty, but they just should not be in the top ten. I'm not saying they're not good. They're just not should be top ten greatest. Sorry, I I don't. I talk to a lot of different wrestling fans, older than me younger than me, and I don't really hear them say anything about Lunder Blaze or Medusa. I say Medusa because that's her name, Medusa, but I, they don't really, you know, give her credit. I mean, they should, but I don't need the top 10 credit. I don't know. Anyway, Sasha Banks in number six. This is another compare. I feel like um, Shalisha should be in the top five. I think she should be in the top five because um, Sasha Banks um, I can honestly say Sasha Banks, uh, she, she, it's not too many times Sasha Banks has had a bad match. When I say that, I mean where it counts, where it matters. Like, she always delivers. She delivers on the mic, especially as a heel. She does pretty well as a baby face. She's kind of a anti-hero baby face because she is the boss. You know, the boss kind of got to be a B-I-T-C-H. And I agree, you know, just depending on who you be in the, a B I T C H tours, you know what I mean? So, um, on a mic, she delivers, in the ring, she delivers. Uh, she's been in quite a few first, um, first women's hell in a cell match. Uh, I want to say she was in the first women's elimination chamber match, the first women's tag team elimination chamber, the first women's world rumble. Uh, I believe she was in the first women's um, money in the bank. I want to say that she is main event. Raw before with Charlotte Flesh. She hasn't made it in WrestleMania yet, but she has. I said yet. I believe it can happen. Especially with their parent going to keep doing uh, WrestleMania two nights. I hope we do because it's fun. Even doing two nights. They're just trying to cram so many matches and so many hours and so many settings in one setting. But uh, Sasha Banks has done great. So if we win or lose, she is one of the wrestlers. Like, it doesn't really too much matter. Cause she went there put on a great match to the point where it's like, dang, I thought she was gonna win this match, but she didn't. And then and she has some accolades, even when you know she became NXT in the championship, she beat Charlotte Blair. And then she had a great few with Bailey, like and Sasha Banks such a great heel. It's like she made a little girl cry. Oh, she had like the first um women's earn first ever earned women's match. Iron Man match, Iron Women's match with Bayley NXT. I think that was the first. I believe it. I want to say it was the first. I mean, Sasha Banks had a lot of firsts. And she was the first WWE Women's Tag Team Champion with Bayley. So, I mean, come on. So, Sasha Banks is doing some big things here, guys. The only thing she's missing is 
but Aurora Bowen and the Money in the Bank win, she'll be pretty much have done it all in WWE. You know what I mean? That's another thing I forgot to mention. Bailey's, you gotta say basically how because only thing missing from Bailey's a Royal Rumble win. I think it's gonna have either happen next year or yet next, but Bailey's done pretty much everything. And maybe they're gonna have a Queen of the Ring tournament. Who knows? But um, I just feel like that um, Sasha Banks is number six. I mean, at least she's in the top ten, but mm, I feel like we're since the rep Dodies. Revolution and the evolution, Sasha Banks has been right there. She's been helping in the ring, helping other women look good. She made one of the rise look great to Royal Rumble match they had um 2019. Yeah, 2019 had a good one. Took the Sasha, took it to Ronda Rousey. Pretty good match, good solid work. Sasha Banks, I can't give her enough credit for how well she is in the ring. Um. Before I get into this top five, I gotta mention AJ Lee because to me, AJ Lee and Paige, I had to mention them because they don't, WWE did not give them enough credit for this women's revolution. The quote hashtag give divas a chance because remember, at one point, WWE was having the women's division at the time, the diva division, like they were getting like maybe one or two, maybe five minute matches. They would like rest, they had considered like restroom breaks being number or. It got to the point where they were really just having like pillow fights or lingerie matches or con lingerie contests or bikini contests. And if they did wrestle, it would be a less than five minutes or it would be a, you know, it didn't give them a chance to really show up their talents. It'd be just like, just like when they have a slapping contest and taking each other down. I don't like be like a little high school, middle school girl fight that did not throw punches or anything. It was horrible. But Paige, AJ, Lee, and then she loved Paige. They, I feel like they really was on Give These a Chance. Paige, AJ Lee had cut a promo on the Bella Twins and all them. You told you Bellas, you know Divas, all you got to do the Divas, be on TV. You're not really just good wrestlers. You just get your spots because of how cute you girl looking in bikinis. I'm paraphrasing, but she really went in on them. And AJ Lee was really... A real wrestling fan, and she actually not that really went to wrestle. Like she wanted matches and time and in the ring to showcase her talent, like the men got. And then she left to that fourteen. I feel like Paige really took on, took up the mantle because Paige didn't look like your everyday diva. Now, other than her, you know, ghostly pale skin, but and her rocker look, you know, she could go in the ring. She wanted to wrestle. She wanted those big matches that the women later on. Yet when they brought up Sasha Banks, Charlotte Flair, and Be Becky Lynch, you know what I mean? And I felt like Paige kind of got looked over, and they tried to make it seem like the Bellas were front runners for the whole thing. And I do, I will go on record any time of day, any month, any year, any week, any second, any minute, any hour, say I am not a fan of the Bellas. Never have. I don't know if I ever will be. But there other few most of them they're twins. That's who they were they John Cena at the time and you know, and they just they're pretty and that's about it. But the in ring work I was never a fan of. It was cringe really to watch. It's like I feel like they were gonna get hurt or they're gonna end up hurting somebody in the ring, legitimately hurting someone. Because their in ring work was trash to me. It was just a uh, pretty huge bit. Um Bree Bella was annoying in the ring and kinda 
be more active in the ring like her husband Daniel. It just didn't work. And the whole Brimo thing was annoying. Nikki, I feel like she was kind of stiff in the ring. I feel like she was still trying to um, learn in the ring. I feel like she needed more time to develop and train. I feel like she was doing too much thinking and it was kind of stiff in the ring. So I just that's never a fan of the Bellas. And I feel that he gave them all the credit for this whole quote unquote the Divas Revolution. And um, I, I just, and then, like I said, I had the, the, the three three women team, you know, the Bella Army, where they just stuck in um, Alicia Fox, which I really them had stuck in Natalia, because I thought they would have had better quality matches with Natalia or Alicia Fox. No disrespect to Alicia Fox, but, but I mean, yeah, sorry, but Natalia deserves to have been in that spot team with the Bellas, especially with her being a more veteran like the Bellas. And then, you know, you had Team Bad with Naomi, Tamina. Oh, Tamina should have a beautiful push. I'm just going to say that. They should have done more with Tamina. I mean, she probably didn't because she had a lot of injuries or whatever. But I feel like the time she was healthy, they should have done more with her, especially with the family lineage that she has. She definitely done more with her. Um, and uh, it was Naomi. I like Naomi. hope Naomi gets a bigger push and they break up her team with her and Lana. Yeah, I want to see her. You do more in the singles division for the title, you know. Put on some good matches. Um, then you know you had team PCB. They had a team it was Paige, Solid Flair, and Becky Lynch. They had to change the name from Team Tap Out or something. The Sisters of Submission, something like that. But it, they changed the name because it was kind of like a porno type name or. Porno hashtag or something like that related to porn, and daddy's like, Oh, we can't have everything. Like, you type in sisters of submission or sorority, sisters of submission, sorority, sorority submission, whatever it was. You looked it up, then porn still pop up, like, Ooh, that's not what we're going for. So, that's what it came. Team PCB, like, take care of business, TCB page, and page was running it. Was the and then again, they looked over page with that, they looked over page with that, and they made Charlotte Flair the star after that, too. Ended Nikki Bella's longest reigning Divas champion. And then when it came from WrestleMania, big match for the triple threat match for the, the crown, the new Raw champion, Paige wasn't even in it. Yeah, Charlotte, you had Becky, you had Sasha, the four horse women of WWE. So yeah, I feel like, yeah, AJ Lee and Paige should be top 15, definitely, or at least in mentioning the top 10. I don't know. I mean, a page career got cut short because of Nick's surgery and rebellious behavior. But they should definitely be in these top 15. But anyway, now let's get into this top five. Um, Oscar, I'm a fan of Oscar. I love Oscar. To me, Oscar is still the greatest NXT Women's Champion. If, okay, not the greatest. Definitely one of because she never lost her title. She kind of, she just vacated because due to do due to quote-unquote um, an injury, so to say. You know, so. Uh, yeah, so she never lost a belt. I mean, Shayna Baszler, she was a great women's champion, and Io Shirai was a great women's champion, but to say I'm going to pretty much vacate my title because nobody can beat me or has beaten me. That's pretty much what it's like. Okay, I'm going to vacate the title because nobody can beat me. So, Because it's kind of strange. She was injured, but next thing you know, like maybe two, three weeks later, maybe like half a month later, maybe I'll say a month later, she was debuting on Raw. So, yeah. 
uh, Oscar, I, I she should be in the top. I she's been um NXT champion, Money in the Bank winner, SmackDown Raw champion, the Women's Tag Team champion with a girl Kyrie Sane. I enjoyed the Kabuki Warriors. I hate that they didn't really know how to utilize Kyrie Sane better than they did, especially on her way out. Uh, yeah, with Oscar number five. I don't think she should be number five. She's a dominant warrior. She's a dominant superstar in the ring. I mean, her kicks are lethal. If she really connects with those kicks like she's for NXT, oh my gosh, this lights out. She's very dominant in NXT, and she's been pretty dominant on Raw, but, hey, you know, but I don't think I would put her in my uh, top five of greatest women superstars in WWE, considering all the women that they had and the women they have. I don't think I would put Oscar in my top five. No, I don't think I would. I would. I would put. I would put Sasha Banks in my top five, and I probably put Bailey in my top five. If I had to, I would definitely put Oscar in my top ten. But bars overall, I don't think she'd be in my top five. I know she wouldn't be in my top five, and I feel like. Maybe in a couple of years, like, you know, they continue to use her properly, like they've been using since Becky Lynch been out. She will move up in the ranks. Like, give her, oh, she's, oh, I'm sorry, Royal Rumble winner, too. The first women's Royal Rumble winner. Even though they slaughtered her out and her undefeated streak came to an end thanks to Charlotte Flair. But, um, yeah, I just, top five, no. Nah. I like Oscar. Oscar, she's very rushed. So I give it to her, man. But not my top five, though. Number four, China, the ninth wonder of the world. The first woman to compete in a men's Royal Rumble. First woman to hold a men's championship. She was Intercontinental Champion. Mm -hmm. China, 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 definitely top. Ten worthy. Um, uh, would I put her in my top five? Martin Grady. I I think I would because she did a lot. Because she definitely, when I say, didn't look like a typical woman, a typical well, not woman, but women's wrestler back then or diva. Uh, you know, there was some point. Folks thought China was a man because the bone structure and <laughs> just the build of her body. She could, she's tough, man. She was, she made you really believe she could kick any guy's butt. She had to look, she had to grit, she had to grind, man. I just hate that. Um, personal issues between her and Triple H and Stephanie pretty much and contract negotiations, it, it pushed her out. And then life decisions with the drugs and everything died too soon. April 2016 died. Too soon because I really wish things could have turned around for her. And got, I wish she could have got like another chance in WWE. Wished her and the company could have worked things out. And um, yeah, uh, I hate it. I hate that she she um didn't get that chance to. <sighs> Yeah, and she didn't get a chance to really just make a combat. 
and show the world why she is the ninth one of the world. Even though she's gone, she's still the ninth one of the world because I feel like she paved the way for women like Beth, um, um, Beth Phoenix, who don't strong woman. Um, so many other women who don't look like typical women wrestlers who could be on the cover of Sports Illustrated women's magazines or Playboy magazine. And she did do Playboy, so. She opened the door for that. She really kicked the door in because, you know, Sable did it, but China did it. It was like, ooh, mamacita. <laughs> R.I.P. the Eddie girl for that. But um, China, I definitely, I feel like she's number four, maybe number five, uh, number six. She's in the top ten. I don't know about the top number four, but she deserves to be mentioned. And I'm glad they, I feel like her career just by herself without DX was great because she was kicking ass and taking names. She was even women's champion. Russell and Russell got her singles match at WrestleMania. Women's champion, you know. So, um, yeah. RP to China, ninth one of the world. Like I said, she was the start of, for me growing up that women should be taken more serious in the ring. When I saw her compete against men, not just on one occasion, most of the time, she didn't take on Chris Jericho, Jeff Jericho. She wrestled WrestleMania against men. You know what I mean? She was in the match taking on guys in the ring. So that was impressive. Um, she beat Jeff Jarrett for the Intercontinental Championship. So, I mean, you know, she did that. That, that storyline with her and Guerrero, Mamacita. Introduced the Latino heat that I was pretty, I enjoyed that. So, um, yeah, China deserves to be a little, she deserves it. And number three, I'm gonna probably piss some people off. I don't agree with making Becky Lynch number three, ours greatest. I say this because Becky Lynch, um, was to me before she had this whole the man gimmick. Which kicked up in um, 2018. Um, I want to say before that she was mediocre. She was mediocre. She was just she was okay. She was good, but she was okay. She wasn't wasn't just good because she never she didn't even get a chance to become NXT Women's Champion. They just took her to put her on Raw, called her up. Um. You know what I mean? So I, I feel like, um, and then when she got up there, it was, you was pretty much Paige and Charlotte's sidekick. You know, you're just the third member because they needed a member in the group. And they even kind of pointed it out, you know, she was just there, you know, she was okay. And because they got caught up in 2015. And after the groups broke up, she was kind of like just afterthought. You know, spitting Irish hot fire, Irish fire. You know, Bigelman, she was okay. She was cool. But it wasn't until 2018 she became the man. So she got caught up in 2015. So for like three years, she was just there. She was the first SmackDown Women's Champion when they did the whole brand draft thing. So, but um, but how quickly she lose it to Alexa Bliss, though? Like, for reals. And after Alexa Bliss won it and kept it, it was like, eh, okay, Becky, back to just being good in the ring and just being a part of the division of SmackDown. You know what I mean? So, 
So I don't know if I can put her number three. I mean, she had a great run with the Raw Championship as the man. And she got the main event in WrestleMania. She won the Royal Rumble in 2019. You know, there's a little few with her and Ronda Rousey. Was cool. And she really, it really got her up and really popping. <laughs> After Nia Jax broke her nose and bust, gave her a concussion and the whole, how she was standing with her nose running down bloody. How people trying to compare it to when Stone Cold was bleeding. And his submission match against Bret Hart at WrestleMania 13 and how he didn't tap out. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I can't put Becky at number three. She, I can put her maybe in the top ten because she has gave solid work. You know, she got overlooked a lot of times because of Charlotte Flair and Sasha Banks and other women. But I was glad to see her stand up for herself and give a new side of her when she snapped as the man who was originally put like a heel. But people slowly loved so they kind of her like an anti-hero and. Now, to me, she got pregnant at the right time because that whole demand game, it was getting kind of, quote-unquote, kind of stale. Um, I guess because, you know, during the pandemic and it was not so many people that she, they gave her to work with. You know what I mean? So, top three, nah, I can't give her top three. I, I'm still more in favor of, of Sasha Banks and Oscar because I feel like they've more dominant, more consistent in their work. Even Bailey, more consistent. You know what I mean? Like I said, Bailey is a bad face of heel, still more consistent and staying in the front, front, you know, with her work and in ring gimmick and characters. Because there's a short point in time with Becky Lynch, man, I really forgot about her. She was just another face in the crowd. You know, like she was just filling the spot, you know what I mean? And then they finally got to the point where 2018 was when she became the man. And she had a good year 2019, which they didn't have to really put her herself together in the storyline. That was kind of yeah, crazy. But anyway, man, let me, let's let's keep rolling. Let me get into number two and number one. Um, Charlotte Flair, number two, and Trish Stratus, number one. This is 2021. I love Trish Stratus and Rain work. I love Trish Stratus. And she's... When I was growing up, she was one of my women wrestling crushes. I had a crush on her. She was my women crush Wednesday. Wednesday women, whatever it's called. Woman crush Wednesday. I think that's what it's called. But, um, yeah. But, um, at this point, when you want to talk about accolades and accomplishments and wowing the crowd and this, that, and the third. I, at this point right now, I can't see Trish Stratus being number one. Not at this point, not all things they've done is Divas Revolution and Divas Evolution and the women's evolution. You know what I'm saying? I can't say Trish Stratus should be number one anymore. And I'm, I have to give it to Charlotte. Because you talk about wowing the crowd and accomplishments and that, this, that, and the third. Charlotte Flair has done it all. I want she's eleven time champion, two time NXT, and I want to say five time Raw Women's Champion and a four time women SmackDown Women's Champion. And now she's been a Women's Tag Team Champion, main event at WrestleMania, won the Royal Rumble last year. Oh my 
come on now. Just the accolades alone, it, it overshadowed with Trish Stratus. I mean, Trish Stratus, yeah, you know, she may have done a few. She does some modeling poses. I mean, body-wise, if comparing the prime, Trish Stratus' body and prime-wise, yeah, Trish is prettier and her had a better body shape and everything and model-wise. But we talking about in the ring. We talking about WWE. Superstar in the ring work. And I want to say thanks to who her dad is, Charlotte Flair, just that more damn impressive genetically i mean even though like a lot of her moves and her entrance is it reminds you of rick flair but i mean she's just paying homage to her old man and she's keeping the name flair alive and strong i'm okay with that because a name like the flair you want to keep it alive and you want to keep it strong that's cool i'm okay with that she kicks ass in the ring like and she she will sell. She know how to sell. Her screams when something happens or her oh that scream and she doing moves all the top ropes. Her strength, a little bony self, super super boobs. So I, I have to say, Charlotte Flair, I would right now, at this point, she she only been on the main roster since two thousand fifteen. Charlotte Flair, I would give her number one. Trish Stratus, I don't know if I can, um, Trish Stratus number two, I don't know. I don't think I would. But for the sake of this list, I'd give her the number two spot. Only because she was considered number one for so long. And I feel like Charlotte Flair came and took her number one spot. Charlotte Flair should be number one. You know, I know everybody's saying she only got her dad, but that's cool. But think about the work she's putting herself. Yeah, it's cool to say, oh, yeah, because of my last name, I got to try out. I'm still around, but you think about other women's wrestlers who dance or in it, who are greats. Eddie Girl's daughter, she's not in WWE. She didn't make the cut. Ricky Steamboat, his son, where's his son at? Tully Blanchard, where's Tessa Blanchard? Yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm throwing out wrestlers who had daughters. You look at Bret Hart, his his niece, Jim Jim Anvil, my heart daughter in the tag. She's not in the top ten. She don't get the respect she deserves. So you, it's kind of like really to say like, because of her last night. Yeah, you can have last night. The last night get you in the door, but the work you put in, the consistency you have, and the passion you show, it can get you a lot further. Sometimes, I'd like I said, the tag should be higher, but you know, I feel like Charlotte Flair works her ass off. I give it to her, you know, I'm not being, you know, I like Ric Flair, but I just really feel like Charlotte Flair has dominated the women's division. From her days on NXT to beating the tag to win the vacant NXT Women's Championship. And she dominated that. And then when she came over to the Raw SmackDown, she was dominating. So I just had to say, I don't think Trish should be number one anymore. It's it's been too long. She retired in 2006. And yeah, she came back a few handful of times and had some matches here and there, you know. And I feel like uh, at SummerSlam 2019, when Charlotte beat her, I felt that title, that torch really was passed. And the title was switched like from Trish being number one to Charlotte. Charlotte's one of those women's wrestlers, like, I don't need a title to 
to be relevant. Their, their title needs me to be relevant. So, you know, that's just my opinion, guys. Um, how I feel about Dirty's top 10 greatest women superstars. Like I said, I didn't do the whole 50 because that would take me way longer. Like, I, I'm, took me like 30, 40 minutes to do the top 10. So imagine what longer would took. I would dove into the, um, whole 50. So yeah, guys, um, and this was like they said, this was their modern era, 1993 to present day. They didn't even say the whole shebang of bang of women because they did 50. A lot of the women, bang of not a lot of women, but there's been some women that did people my age and younger would not even heard of or seen in the ring. And we've been a little biased, like, I don't know them, they shouldn't be mentioned. So I guess that's why they focus on just 1993 to present day. So anyway, guys, it's your main man, Kel Breezy. Um, this is just me, my opinions on these top greatest women. This is just the top 10, not the 50. Go on the network on Peacock and see the whole 50 or just look at the top 10. But I'm going to watch the whole 50. And I'm just giving you guys thoughts and opinions. And if you agree with what I said on here about them, you know, just feel free to hit me up and we can talk about it. Um, email is Kel period B period awesome at gmail.com you keep me up in the email we can talk about it or find me on facebook Markel Kel breezy or you can find me on instagram i underscore am underscore kale underscore breezy you know or on my wrestling rants 901 instagram wrestling underscore rants underscore 901 or you know what i'm saying you guys can just look me up guys and we can talk about this you know so anyway this your main man Kel breezy this is Kale's world. It's a happy place. It's a loving place. It's a fun place. All right, guys. One love, and I'm out.